0: Good day, fellow real estate agents. Today, I'm gonna share about meetings because meetings equal sales and how to crush your meetings. This is Dennis Plintz and this is the Hustle Podcast for Real Estate Agents. With over 15 years of experience and over 1,000 homes sold, this is the place I'm gonna share my experiences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody and anybody that wants to push their business to the next level, let's go. It's not a secret, hopefully not to you, but in the industry, that more meetings equals more sales. And I am fascinated by the topic because I can't help myself from wanting meetings, meetings, meetings. You see, because meetings equal conversations if the meetings are set up accordingly with the right people, which we're going to talk about, and I've talked extensively about that in a previous episode, but... Meetings equal conversations, that equal sales. And the more we can focus on how to have effective meetings with people. And by meetings, I don't mean formal business meetings. I'm referring to things like coffees, lunches, networking, dinners, one-on-ones, even phone call meetings. There's a way to set them up that makes sure you use them wisely. Because you often don't get a second meeting with some people And you really don't get a second chance to do it. You know, if you're going to spend 30 minutes or 60 minutes, God forbid 90 minutes, way too long with somebody, make it count. Here's how to make it count. If you go back to an early episode, I think episode two or three or somewhere around there, I was really excited, as I normally am, about how to. Fast check your career, who to talk to, where to talk to them, and how to find people when you have nowhere to go. Please check that out because that will set you up to have more meetings. But now that you've got meetings on your calendar, hopefully lots, because an empty calendar means an empty sales funnel, and that means an empty bank account. Um, It did for me anyways early in my career. So booking meetings and lots of them. Booking them is one thing. A very important thing and as taught to me by my very dear friend Kerry Mullen you've got to check him out his uh, his book is uh, how to win and he's an Olympian he's a rock star he's a champion check out his development at www.vivoresorts Com. If you're an agent, there's a huge opportunity there to introduce your clients to make some commissions. We have leveraged that project, worked alongside it very closely, and been able to profit from it. So check it out. Kerry taught me, as somebody who is an extremely busy man, uh, Olympian, real estate mogul, international speaker, and fortunately mentor of mine, knowing how busy I am and I try to be, stop me in my tracks one day and said, Dennis, here's the line, please write this down. It's one thing to book lots of meetings, but it's everything to be prepared for those meetings. That caught me a little off guard because it was actually a meeting we were having that I was somewhat unprepared for, uh, which is why he said it, because he loves me and the truth matters. And it made me realize, and I've never been able to forget how often I didn't Prepare for meetings. I don't do it as effectively all the time, but I assure you when I look at my calendar, when I have big meetings, big listing meetings, or buyer meetings, or prospect meetings, or mentor meetings, I prepare. And preparing is what fast tracks us to a big breakthrough or a successful outcome. So never underestimate not just the power of booking meetings, but Preparing for the meetings. The other thing it does is builds your confidence. It's very difficult to pitch or present, um, you know, or be meeting with a prospect to win over business or gain knowledge from a, a seasoned veteran of any level, you know, or meet with a senior auditor, which happened in my career, or meeting with lawyers. It's very intimidating. All of that still gets me quite nervous as I think about it. The thing that trumps that nervousness, that causes it to almost completely go away, is preparation. When I know I've done my homework and I've checked my facts and I've checked them out and I've made notes and I've written down my questions and I've gotten the, you know, minuscule details out of the way, I'm confident. I'm more ready. And I think you will be as well. If you prepare. If you prepare accordingly. So I've talked about where to start in terms of booking your meetings, your sphere of influence, your mentors, the people you're curious about, industry people. Uh, in that earlier episode, it is actually I think episode number two. But what does actually being prepared to meet those really important people? You know, those people um, are important for lots of reasons. Uh, I've said not to meet with your, you know, best friends regularly, but meet with people that can influence you in your industry, and that means their time is precious and yours is. You know, if you're going to continue to climb this amazing mountain of real estate, then you've got to utilize every step, every, uh, every effort, every phone call, every dollar you spend taking people out, and every dollar you spend on sales presentations. You need to use it wisely. So the single biggest thing for me around preparation does start with curiosity. And the curiosity is focused on their needs. You know, so much of my learning and and continued learning around this topic and sales is around understanding what somebody needs. You know, when I've had my biggest uh, connections in life, both those that have reached out to connect with me and those I've connected with, um, it happens because there's a real connection around what we both need. Sometimes that's when I need something as a purchaser of a product and sometimes, you know, when I'm giving service, it's because I'm giving it or getting it right in line with what they need. So aim your curiosity at knowing what they need, want, expect and feel. This happens by doing some intake. I've got resources available. If you need them, reach out to me around how to do proper intake, a standard list of questions that we have to ask to do the next thing, which is called an analysis. We're going to talk specifically in a little bit about presenting to prospective real estate clients and having meetings with people that may want your services to help buy or sell. But any meeting, whether it's a mentor, a teacher, an industry person, or a prospect, the more intake you can happen that will formulate an analysis of the situation or a summary to say, here's what I heard. You need to do forensics, you need to do fact-finding, you need to do research. All of this needs to happen before the actual meeting or the scheduled important phone call. Side note, when I sold pots and pans, this was very hard to do. You know, We didn't have the luxury of the massive amount of information on the internet today. And today we can do our forensics and our intake and our fact-finding and our research on people a lot easier. But we in the real estate industry today, me, our team, still defaults to a standard set of questions which we'll cover in just a little bit. Questions that are aimed at understanding what somebody really wants, what their desires are, what their pain point is, what are they feeling and how are they feeling about where they're at in this moment and why you're going to be meeting. And don't mistake, this takes a tremendous amount of time. The time you spend in advance of the actual meeting will likely be two to three times longer than the actual meeting. So, either take it easy on yourself when a 30 minute meeting that you've scheduled is going to take you seemingly two hours to prepare for. The two meetings I prepared for this morning, three if you include this podcast, which did take me roughly twice as long, probably three times if I look at my previous notes to prepare for. The listing presentation I'm meeting on is a condominium, uh, penthouse condominium in uh, the downtown area. It's been three years since I viewed that and I spent a good 90 minutes doing research, preparing, binding the presentation, getting it ready, not just going to wing it. Don't wing it if meetings matter and if you're meeting important people. I've got some buyers I'm taking out this afternoon. We are going to see three properties, which will take the sum total of about 45 minutes. I spent, this is a serious tip, if you are a buyer's representative, which you should be if you're in real estate, you should never, I don't think ever, only do one um, separate episode, I think. Three properties, 45 minutes. I have spent the better part of three hours Including yesterday, I previewed all 10 in this area complex, four separate buildings that are all exactly alike within, you know, four or 500 yards of each other. I previewed them. I spent time going in them and seeing them and smelling them. And I did a summary document to the client before the meeting. Sent them that document today with a few awkward pictures of things I found really weird in the property. A bathroom that looked, you know, the condo looked like it was current and modern and new and the bathroom looked like it was from... I don't know, a snapshot of uh, like a trophy room of animals with oak and brown, and it was weird. Anyway, I was able to prepare myself so I know the basics, like where the units are, where the keys are, how to get in and out of things to use the time wisely. And I was able to send them a document to say, look, to save us some time, which of these are most interesting, and here are my thoughts. And I gave a basic breakdown couple pluses. I told them the minuses when they were relevant. And I gave a basic opinion on price that saved me that two hours looking at those properties specifically will save two hours with them, which would be four hours. Cause if you involve other people, you know, talking, um, dialoguing, comparing, laughing at, you know, the awkward spots of the condo and it shows them, I value the time I'm doing my job. I'm hustling. I'm putting in the effort in advance. And that's not common, I don't think. I mean, if you're in the real estate sector and you're listening to this as a real estate agent, how often do you preview listings for your sellers or your buyers? Because I do it for both. Two to three times as long to prepare for the meeting as to actually be in the meeting. That's massive. Never underestimate it. Now, one of the most important meetings I've had that somebody blew me away with should let you understand this a little bit better we value as a real estate group responsiveness it's the most important thing you'll do I will never stop saying it forgive me for saying it as much as I do but hopefully you get it the second piece to that responsiveness is it's not just how fast it's how deep it's how prepared it's how much time it's how much organization it's how much effort and love because I love that word your meeting partner feels that you've done for them You can never be overly prepared. And one of those times for me was a house we were building. The architects that we were considering were amongst many, four or five different builders and architects. And most of the meetings were pretty similar. You know, there was a really... Really nice looking office with a very well regarded person that had a really great resume and lots of good stories to tell and and you know was all seemingly say we're having a tough time choosing because everybody was really really good at this time in the marketplace and we went into one particular architect's office and in advance they had subtly done what I'm describing to you we'd had a fact finding phone call they'd done their forensics they did an intake form. They did their research on us. They drove by our house and took pictures of our old house. And when we sat down, they went through their pitch, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. That's the most important piece first. Then they got into recommendations and they wowed us because the pitch involved all of what we said, we felt and dreamt and needed. They actually showed us renderings. They took time and spent money doing digital renderings of a house we had only kind of thought of, and they brought it to life in front of us. 3D walkthrough. They got our business. We built our house with them. They overwhelmed us because they overprepared. And that has stuck with me in addition to Carrie Mullins' advice to say overprepare and wow them at every opportunity. Last but not least, the forensics, in fact, finding when it comes to real estate will happen when you can determine their needs. Their needs are going to revolve around things like we are selling because a new baby, a divorce, a bankruptcy, God forbid, or maybe they won the lottery and they're upgrading. But understanding their needs as it pertains to the meeting you're having with them in real estate will make all of the difference in how you can prepare and get their business. The same goes with mentor meetings and coffee meetings and lunch meetings. Send them a few questions of curiosity after you've done your homework. And if you don't get a response to that, if you go to the meeting and you know where they're from and you read their LinkedIn profile and you found them on Wikipedia and you you go ready. Ron McLean, as I wrote down here, is the person who I admire most in the world that does this. He is the most incredible MC I have ever watched multiple times. And if you ask him the secret ingredient, he will tell you it's because he's prepared. He does dozens of hours of research to do a 60-minute or 90-minute event. The guy knows people's names and where they're from and their kids and their grandkids and, and their recent life events and where they're headed. And man, oh man, does that ever make a difference. Once you know their drivers, their motivation, their, their, their fear, you know their sore points, the sensitivities, then you'll know what to do with all of that information and the beautiful opportunity you have to present for them. The thing that most people don't understand is that amount of time is really time that's well spent in advance of every meeting. But very few people do it in business. When we meet prospective sellers or buyers, we will do what I talked about, go see the properties, go see the competition, go smell it, go feel it, and meet with them to say yesterday was an incredible day that prepared me for your meeting today. I'm really excited to talk about your house or your purchase and this property specifically. Blow them away. And last but not least, all of this fact-finding, all of the information, all of your experience needs to be put together into a presentation, or an agenda, or your own personal outline for how the meeting's going to go. Ideally, when you're presenting on real estate to a buyer or seller, you've got a soft cover, beautifully bound or hard cover. When I first started, side note, my buyer's presentations were a three ring binder. Uh, I laugh because I made them myself and they had all kinds of crazy stuff in them that just, it showed who I was, creative. This morning, I took the beautiful presentation folders we have, I bound it, and there's two parts to every presentation, about us and about you. And the about us is meant to say about us involving you. It's customized, we have a standard document, that's our listing presentation, and we will always customize. The picture on the front gets changed to their house, we put their name on the front, a letter introduced to them, a few specific notes or properties in there that resonate with them. The presentation is what sets you up for the other component, which is usually the pricing component or the properties you're gonna go see. But you need to have a presentation prepared that you've customized accordingly to the research you've done to make sure that the best meeting possible is the meeting that happens with you. How you give your presentation to a seller or a buyer are separate episodes, so look for those, or watch for those, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm uh, most keen on those, I've been doing them forever, and we're always improving our listing and our buyer's presentation, so a little plug for that, but please check them out. Ending the meeting. Ending the meeting now happens with a summary. You glance at your notes, and you have to take notes and copy or ask a few really key questions. Hopefully you write these down. The first is, so what comes next? The other is, here's what I think I can do or want to do to help you. Or if you're still in mystery, the two golden, beautiful, magic, secret ingredients. What do I need to do to help you further? Or my personal favorite that I love asking is, what do I need to do to have the opportunity to work with you now? You put your pen down, you close your notebook, and you wait for them to talk. It'll be awkward, as awkward as that silence is that I just made intentionally, but you wait. When you ask them that question, I'll say it again because I love it. It's our business generator, our business builder. It's our business thing. What do I need to do to have the opportunity to work with you now? And if you've done everything that you have read or heard or listened to in this podcast, they want to work with you and they're going to tell you what needs to be done. Close your notebook, be quiet, and wait. The next item is the follow-up. 60 to 90 minutes after the meeting closes, send them an email and a text message to say, I really appreciated your time. Always acknowledge a summary of what you talked about, a few bullet steps, and then the last line is, and here's what comes next. I wish you all the success you can handle with your meetings, your meeting preparation. As always, please like this. Share it with real estate agents you know in the business that feeds my soul. Send me questions if you have any. I will do my best to help you directly with your real estate situation. And I wish you all the success today on this beautiful day. My email is dennis at plinz.com. Talk to you soon.